Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Now, he said, be strong in the grace. That means there's a supernatural grace to be a servant of Jesus. So you, are, you, you have an identity, you have roots, and you got grace to do what God asked you to do. If God asked you to do it, there's going to be grace to do it. Now, the problem is, when we hear something we're supposed to do, we start measuring it with this right here. Well, this thing's so limited, everything looks impossible. Everything. You can't, what can you start or stop with your mind? Oh, everybody knows they shouldn't take drugs, but look how many people do. Their mind says, you know you're not supposed to do this. You know you shouldn't smoke. I mean, as if that's going to work. There's a grace. If I could tell you anything this morning, when God makes a commandment, there's grace to fulfill it. If God tells you to start something or stop something, He gave you the ability. You will have to deal with the mindset that thinks you can't because God doesn't lie. You have to renew this to what He said. Now, you're going to love this one. This may be going to stretch your head. You cannot have this very well at all. But if you can believe down here, you'd be surprised. It'll defy your mind. The results you get. That's, did you ever hear somebody say, I don't know how he did it, but he did. They couldn't, because their mind couldn't understand it, but they believed it down here, so he did it for them anyway. Now that's real hard, because most Christians get a prophecy, and they never ever measure that prophecy with their head, and they start trying to bring it to pass. And they spend year after year starting this, starting that, starting this, starting that, and none of it comes to pass until they come under something. Till they put something over their head, they can't do it. It never sticks. And he says, and the things which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, this is a big one to me, the same commit unto faithful men who will be able to teach others also. What do you call a faithful man? What do you call a faithful person? You know, people attend church their whole life and, and, and never can be trusted. So church attendance is not it. We think it is, but it's not. You know, I, I, I don't, don't laugh at me now. I don't feel bad. I don't worry about your church attendance. I worry about your commitment. You know, if you're not committed, I don't care if you're here all the time. Matter of fact, there was a, what I call cultic element in the church in the 80s and 90s where everybody went to church like a junkie. But they didn't obey God. They were fixing themselves with injections of truth, injections of all the presence. Give me another shot. Oh! And walk out of that place and do what they wanted 
and subjected nobody. They were fixing their emotional hole when God wanted to go in there and heal them up inside. So they went for the heroin, but they never got the fix. That's God's word. I didn't write that. I mean, it's such a simple truth God gives you those. I mean, he just says one thing. It's so simple. We thought we was going to get this, live off that euphoric experience when we got saved. He just delivered you. But you'll change by following Moses to the desert. Because God wants to, you'll love this one, ladies and gentlemen. God wants to put you in the desert and put the Red Sea back so you can't get out. And he wants to put you with a man of God that you can't get away from. So you got to face it. We can all go home if you just thought about that because nobody ever wants to do it. I always say everybody wants to go to heaven, nobody wants to die, right? That's how you change. God puts you with somebody and locks you in that circumstance because if you ever had any options, you'd take them. You'd get away. I'm not saying this because I'm a preacher. I'm, I'm still Joe. I can tell you one thing I am. I might be a preacher and all that stuff, but I'm still Joe before God. I got that. This is Joe before God as a son. If I wasn't a preacher, I'd be a son. If I wasn't whatever they people call me, I'd still be a son, and I would be perfectly content being his son. I could, you'll love this. You know I could not be a preacher and I could still feed the hungry? I could not be a preacher and I could still pray for the sick? If I could not be a preacher and I could still have miracles like, like uh, oh, mental block. Thank you so much. You knew what I was going to say because I say it all the time. See, as a Christian, I can have a completely supernatural life. So I'm content being a Christian. The other stuff is responsibility. You hear me? Your calling is a responsibility. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. Servant is always first. Servant is always first. Being a servant in God's, God don't put you in service because you got a seminary degree. He puts you in service as a ministry gift because you became a servant in your heart and you went to the desert and you let God circumcise your heart. That's how you get in. See, nobody can take you out when you go in that way because God puts you in there. Anything you strive to get through effort, you will have to maintain yourself. But if you went through the process and been ashamed like you said, I don't know him. See, it causes exposure of what's inside of you. All that stuff, you, until you're willing to let it start coming out, you can't be trusted because you're not honest. That's why looking good makes a real person angry when everybody wants to look good. Because if you look good, that don't mean you are good. But you have to work at it. Because see, Aunt Susie's daughter being pregnant might not be your business. But if you move over there and you go, 
well, I'm going to go over there and help, and it ain't your business. You just got entangled with a small vine. And if you don't let go, that vine's going to get thicker and thicker. And if you try to help somebody else, the best thing you can do in this life if you have Christian friends that need help, you know what the answer is? Who's your pastor? Did you talk to him? That'll clear you right out of that situation, pal. You're out. They don't want to talk to you no more. You just got free. Nobody's laughing. I think that was a good answer. Who's your pastor? Did you tell him? Well, you're doing this on your own. Well, why are you talking to me? I'm not a, you're not talking to your pastor. How come? It, it jars their theology. Now, listen to me. I'll just meddle around here one more time. That means they ain't covered. Maybe if they was covered, the problem would be different. They're un, they won't talk, so they're uncovered. So they're not covered, so they have problems. There's enough problems when you're covered, let alone creating them by not having a spiritual covering. You have lots of fights, don't worry. So when you ask them theologically who their pastor is, maybe a light will go on and say, you know, I don't have one. You know what my next line is? Well, what do you do with the scripture that the Bible says, obey them that rule over you? Would you put that? In Hebrews, like you, you believe the Bible's true, right? So where did you put that scripture that says, obey them that rule over you? Like, what are you gonna do about that now? They just stare at you. Because they don't understand the value of the relationship. It's the relationships, not the rules. The law kills, but the Spirit gives life. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and life. Legalism delivers no one. So be careful about what you make your business. Amen? We think it's like an accomplishment. When we think honor, we, because of the word in the world, we think the guy gets to stand up, get an award, and he's a pastor to acknowledge him, and you're in Hollywood and acknowledge you, and you're the governor and acknowledge you, and, and everybody gets a trophy and all that stuff. It's ruining everything. God honors character. If you want God's honor, we, we got to seek the honor that comes from God only, not the honor that comes from men. That's, I hope, man, I'm all over, but I'm really not. If you're trying to win the approval of somebody because you need approval, how's God going to honor you? How's he going to do it? You haven't done anything out of the motive that would allow him to do it. If he endorsed the other, he would have to change his word. Lawfully. In other words, you actually got to keep the rules to your own hurt. Do you know one of the tests in being a vessel of honor is to not worry about what anybody thinks of you because that's one of the tests you got to pass before God will let you do anything? As a matter of fact, they got to think you lost your mind. Let's stand to our feet. Father, thank you that you were talking this morning about moral purity. It's honor, but it's moral purity that attracts your honor. So God, this morning, we thank you that you are going to help us be vessels of honor. Thank you for this month's, te this month's teaching on honor from God and how we honor people. But God, you're wanting to honor us. You're looking and you, and, you, and you gave us insight and ingenuity and words and scripture and word of wisdom, word of knowledge to help us live lives that can be honored. God, let us not feel bad about where we are. 
Help us, Lord, to look where we're going. For we all came from somewhere. We all come out of curses, God, that we weren't even responsible for some of the curses, God. They were brought on us by our family, our parents, and their parents. But you set us free from those curses, God. And I thank you that our mind will be renewed and we will fulfill our purpose and our cause. And we will live victoriously and live honorable lives in the name of Jesus. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.